0: Fellas and Shielders, welcome back to another thrilling episode of Vault Supreme's Synth BGM Dream Stream Machine Podcast. The podcast that plays the synthiest synth video game music in all the whole wide universe. Folks, we are back in record-breaking time. Only a week or so since the last episode. We have not seen this kind of action from the podcast since season one. But I'm back and I'm excited to be here In your lovely ear holes. Well, before we get started, let's uh, get our prestigious guest on the line. I was going to get Donnie, but there's some uh, difficulties surrounding him at the moment. Something to do with how we ended the last episode. So I decided for the next best thing. A man who is a huge fan of Donnie Smalls and will never be able to fill his shoes. But a man with some very unique shoes of his own. He's been on the show a number of times now. Uh, It's Californian big wave surfer and all-round thrill junkie. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Seth Curry to the show.
1: All right.
0: Seth, oh man, it has been a long time. How have you been since our last episode we did maybe like two years ago now?
1: (laughs) Bro, two years? I should probably remember that. Uh, Bro, what did you say your name was again? Uh, Vault Supreme. <laughs> right. That's an awesome osis name, my little hombre. You're totally driving the mad pizza vibes.
0: Uh, Seth, what do you mean? You've been on the show
1: twice already. I mean, bro, your name sounds like some kind of German pizza. I'm digging it, bro. You're totally not afraid about people's opinions and stuff, and I, I totally respect that kind of spirit. Bro. <laughs>
0: okay, well. Uh, Seth, maybe we can do a little memory jogging after we get going. Let me tell you and our listeners about this episode.
1: <laughs> I love episodes. You're like TV, bro. You're like uh, a TV.
0: Well, folks, uh, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. Look, any of you who are a part of my Discord channel know that it has been a bit of a lifeless corpse lately. So I decided to just ask a simple question just to kind of bring a little bit of life back and... And to be honest, there's quite a few people on there that I have hardly spoken to and I don't really know anything about. So, you know, just a simple question, um, bring things back to life a little bit. A simple question, but not not an easy question to answer. Um, I asked the Discord members, what was their all-time favorite video game soundtrack? And I made it clear they didn't need to think it was the best soundtrack, but just a personal favorite. And I got a good handful of answers, which was really nice. And look, I know it was a hard question. I don't even know if I could answer it myself. One of the Discord members, who's also a host of a number of podcasts, Bedroth, he commented that I was a sadistic individual for asking this question. But anyway, I had no intentions of turning the answers into a podcast, but... After seeing the response on Discord, that's what I'm going to do. A podcast episode, I mean. Now, the interesting thing about all these soundtracks is that although I'm kind of familiar with them all, I don't really know any of them well. I might recognize some tracks while listening, but overall, these are not soundtracks that I know very well at all. So I thought it'd be fun to just go through all the answers from Discord and without giving any of them a good listen beforehand, I would just very quickly skim through the tracks, you know, just a couple of seconds here and there, trying to find something that grabs my attention. I do that right now as we're um, doing this podcast. One One soundtrack at a time, pick out maybe two tracks that catch my attention and then give them a proper listen on the podcast. Give a couple of thoughts and yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be a unique episode. Usually I put a lot of thought into my song choices and... I know the songs very well before I pick them, but um, yeah, going into this episode completely blind. Bro,
1: bro, bro, that is so humble. Uh, Most people I know who make podcasts totally know what they're doing, but like... Uh, Bro, what you're doing, just not even having an idea is totally vulnerable, dude. It's just Uh. like you're opening up your body and showing everyone all the mistakes inside your organs. I'm really starting to dig your philosophy, Supreme, bro. You're sweet, man. You're sweet. I like it.
0: Oh, (laughs) dude. Thanks, Seth. Great. Yeah, let's get get to our first pick. I will also mention that I, I might try and lean towards the Cynthia tracks as I've kind of been rejecting that element of the podcast a fair bit lately. As far as I know, no one listens to this podcast for the synth anyway, so... Okay, first pick comes from Discord user Modico. This person was torn between two favorite soundtracks, so let's do one now and we'll come back to the other one later on. They also mentioned a favorite track from each one. So that makes it a little easier for me. Let's get to the first pick. And this is probably the soundtrack I know at least about. It's Nie Gestalt. Uh, I know many people absolutely love these soundtracks uh, from this series. I know I've looked into at least one or two. And it was really good. Uh, you know, with the whole invented language thing. Very clever, great music. Um, but I don't think it was this soundtrack and look, as I'm getting this soundtrack on my computer now, it looks like Gestalt and Replicant have been kind of combined into one soundtrack. So, I don't know, maybe they're, uh, connected games or something. I'll just choose mine from that soundtrack. I don't really know which comes from which, but the composers are Kichi Akabe, uh, Kikuru Ishihama, Kigo, Haishi, Takafumi, Nishimura. So let's get to one of Mariko's favorite tracks of all time. I have not heard this. It's Cold Steel Coffin. Let's go. (laughs) Emotional punch. It's just intense all the way through, and it, it, that, to me, that sounds like that whole made-up language they use in the other games. I see no reason why they wouldn't keep that going. What a great track! Really powerful vocals, both the melody and that choir that kind of makes up a lot of the background, along with the really fast percussion, pianos moving around, and you know, orchestra parts. But those lead vocals sounds like you know quite a few layers and harmonies but just really strong especially when it hits those high notes my favourite part is when it kind of moves away from that main melody and does this very chromatic rising thing really reminds me of the Godfather theme Chills Chills amazing song thank you Modico
1: <laughs> dude uh, someone who knows videos and stuff should totally put this video to a slow-mo video of me, like, tearing up Monster Wave at Nazaree. That's like Army of Angels-type singing stuff, bro. That is gnarly. That is gnarly. All right. I, I-, I like this-, this podcast,
0: dude. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, Seth, you and me are going to put the podcast on pause for just a quick moment and going to have a quick skim through this whole soundtrack and try and find the next song to play so folks we'll be right back you won't even know we're gone see you soon oh my goodness, what have I done? (laughs) Um, Skimming through that, look, I probably only spent two or three minutes just skimming through that whole soundtrack. Um, Just... (laughs) I thought, you know, I would listen to a song and I would delete it from the playlist and kind of go back through again. Uh, I didn't delete anything. They were just one good song after another. really interested to go back and listen to this whole thing properly. Um, I I guess one song kind of stood out to me It was a bit kind of wild Uh, It's called Bluebird Sounded like some really cool um, Repeating kind of ostinato tune percussion things And some really wild vocals in there And some synths So let's go with that Again, I've only listened to a few seconds of this song Sounds like an amazing soundtrack Definitely going to have to come back to this but here we go. This is Bluebird. <laughs> Not expecting those vocals to just melt into oblivion at the start. That was super cool. Love those kind of nasally traditional sounding female Japanese vocals. And then you got those really masculine war cry cry kind of vocals as well. Definitely sounds like one of the weirder songs of the soundtrack based on the little that I heard while skimming through. I don't know if I could keep listening to that on repeat. It has a really kind of unresolved sound the whole way through but you know use wisely in the game that could have a, a very strong impact yeah that was great i am ready for the next uh, pick
1: bro just wait up a second pizza bro that could totally also be like background music for me carving up a mountain of ocean at necessary bro dude that was wild whoa
0: <laughs> Are you gonna say that for every song we play uh, sir? So?
1: I don't know, bro. Depends on what you play, I guess. Dude, you shocking me, bro? Am I what? Are you shocking me, bro? Like grading my chakra here. Uh,
0: let's just have some fun, Seth. No hard feelings or right. vibes or anything like that from me. Let's get to our next soundtrack. Alright, well, our next pick comes from Mihon Edge, who is a game developer in our Discord. And he has brought to us the soundtrack of Never Winter Nights by the infamous Jeremy Sewell. So, I assume his favourite track is the main theme, which is posted on the Discord. So, we'll play that and then I'll do a quick skim through and see what I can find. Here we go. This is the main theme from Never Winter Nights. go really interesting vibes there the rhythm has a very strong kind of galloping swing to it not bad not bad I I wasn't really anticipating this rhythm so I might have to go back and listen to it again to really get a good kind of understanding of it but um yeah good range of emotions there's got pretty fantasy epic in the middle and the start and the end were a bit more moody and atmospheric cool track cool track um, earlier this year, I was actually working um, with Mihon Edge. I don't even know how you pronounce that username. But uh, we were working together on a video game he was developing. And he definitely sent me a few Neverwinter Nights reference tracks to listen to. But apart from that, that's kind of all I've really heard from this soundtrack. And unfortunately, having team members from both Russia and Ukraine, understandably, that project we were working on was put on hold for the foreseeable future Uh, but as far as i know they're all good and well and they've actually joined a different company and working on a new project which is good news but anyway i'm going to pause the podcast and see what i can find in neverwinter nights And back that only took me less than a minute I reckon and I probably listened to less than three or four seconds of each song the song that stood out to me the most um, I think yeah, city night theme it seemed to be quite a nice atmospheric song with a few kind of um, heart-tugging emotional kind of chords in the middle I have no idea. I've never listened to it other than a couple of seconds just then. So let's give it a go. This is City Night Theme again from Neverwinter Nights by Jeremy Sewell. All right. That was pretty nice. Actually, not what I was expecting based on the little uh, micro samples I listened to. Some really beautiful parts in there, especially when that piano comes in. I could definitely listen to that and repeat. Really short, but a lot of music packed in there. And you could definitely absorb that over many listens. Really nicely written, really beautiful parts, a little bit of um, playfulness, a little bit of creepiness kind of thrown in at the end but overall yeah just really nice really pleasant to listen to great stuff but let's keep going because we've got a lot to get through up next we have a pick from our good friend and contributor to the podcast utopian nemo and his comment was this there's no way to answer a question like that smiley sweat face (laughs) he says in all serious in all seriousness i have he says, In all seriousness, I have to say Super Castlevania 4. Pound for pound, it has more tracks that affect me strongly and hold more nostalgia and history than any other soundtrack. When it came out, there just wasn't anything like it. All right. I'm really glad that he was able to choose something. This is a man who, during the Masters of VGM conversation, said something like, His list of four favorite composers would consist of at least 10 composers. But I'm looking forward to checking this one out. I know the Castlevania soundtracks and the games are very commonly people's all-time favorites. And that's the game and the soundtrack. And I think the fact that both the game and the soundtrack are so good, no doubt, contributes to that. But honestly, I've never really been able to get into the games or the soundtracks. But let's dive in. Uh, we don't have any favorite songs, so I'm just going to, again, skim through super fast and try and find my two most. Um, Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Ear catching songs. Uh, bro, what happened then? <laughs> uh, just trying to figure out what to say. Uh, Seth. Right, you got uh, no idea what you're again, doing, F Never listened to this soundtrack at all. Have maybe heard a song or two on other VGM podcasts. But, yeah, we'll be right back. Uh, hey, bro, do I get to
1: help pick any of these tubers, or am I just going to sit here while you talk and listen to your music?
0: Uh, yeah, sorry, Seth. I Look, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the songs that I picked. See if you can come up with something to say. Uh, okay. All right, we'll be back soon, folks. All right. I'm back with two songs. I skimmed through that really fast. I look I reckon maybe 3-4 seconds most of each track, just kind of skipping the start, going to the middle and seeing what there is do you know how
1: annoying you are Uh, like seriously you're just like skipping through that like some stupid person on TV just pressing uh, the next channel all the time and just can't make up their mind this is stupid bro do I seriously have to sit here and listen to this
2: uh, bro
0: Seth Seth you know don't you understand what the point of this episode is the whole point is that I skip through all the tracks and just listen for something that kind of catches my attention then we listen to it properly that's the whole point of doing this I'm sorry Dude. if you have to listen to me skip through 30 tracks in 2 minutes Dude. I can understand that it would be annoying but kind of Get, get a hold of the concept of this episode, please, and let's try to make this work, all right?
1: Dude, your concept is so not roto. This is uncool, dude. I do not like sitting here listening to this. I don't know, man. Maybe this is not going to work.
0: Uh, look, come on, Seth. Everyone loves you who listens to this podcast. Right. Okay. Um, right. You know, Donnie Smalls said that Uh, he really wanted to hear you uh, on another uh, episode again. Oh,
1: Big Donnie Smalls? Yeah. Are you roto right now, bro? Uh, Big Donnie Smalls said that about me? Sure did. Dude, I actually was on a podcast with Big Donnie Smalls. That Uh. was roto, bro. If we could do that again, that'd be cool, but you know. Yeah,
0: Seth, don't you remember, this is the podcast you were on when... You, myself, and Donnie Smalls did an episode together.
1: Dude, you do doing my head in.
0: Are
1: you serious? Yes. This was a podcast?
0: Yes, it All was. All right,
1: man. Cool. <laughs> cool. Let's let's do it. All right. Maybe you can, you can hook me up with Donnie Smalls again.
0: For sure. If we can you finish the episode. You can do that, bro? Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. bro? What?
1: All right. Alright, I'm cool dude, I'm Roto Let's do this, let's listen to your billion tracks in ten seconds, whatever bro I can make it happen, whatever if you get me another chance with Donnie Smalls Dude
0: Yeah, I'm sure Donnie would love to be on another episode with you, Seth Um, but let's get to our uh, first selection that I've chosen from this Soundtrack, Super Castlevania 4. And going through, when I hit Dracula's theme, that had, for a Super Nintendo, that had some really intense synth film vibes to it. I don't know. I've forgotten (laughs) what it sounded like already. Let's go back and check check it out. This is uh, composed by... Masanori Adachi and Taro Kudu. That intro those sounds are just huge the delay the stereo panning it just really makes it sound very cinematic and you know later on some really cool kind of 70s 80s sounding synths in there which really works well on this podcast i can totally see how hearing this would just grab your attention you know back in the super nintendo days really powerful sounds very atmospheric and yeah like i said i think it's quite cinematic which is always a very special thing to achieve on an old console with limitations like a Super Nintendo. Kind of. Any thoughts, Seth?
1: Dude, I could totally
0: see some, like, video
1: dude putting that music to me while carving an early wave at nursery. Oh,
0: you got to be kidding.
1: <laughs> oh, bro, I'm messing with you, dude. I'm messing uh, with you. Yeah. No, uh. I totally get some dark, evil vibes from that, bro. Lots of, like, purple clouds and spooky castle-type vibes. Mm. I would not listen to that while doing free yoga, bro. Might open up some some kind of third dimension to the unknown void or something
0: uh free yoga
1: bro you don't free yoga dude Uh. you're totally not getting the spirit messages in the wind it's like this cool new thing bro it's like meditative yoga mixed with parkour (laughs) really frees a spirit from all those polyunsaturated fats and processed meats it's like a real spirit health kick dude yeah i feel like doing it now
0: uh, okay. yeah okay, so yoga and parkour it sounds cool. Uh, my next track was something I thought might be uh, more on the other side of the spectrum for this soundtrack. sounded like it had some interesting rhythms uh, more a little bit more upbeat. It's the spinning it, well, it's spinning tower again from Super Castlevania 4. Let's dive in. Hey, well, not really what I was expecting based on the little snippets I heard. Definitely very interesting rhythms. The whole track is very, very rhythm-focused with a lot of the parts pretty much tightly locked together just following this one rhythm. I was expecting something a little more upbeat, but it was still pretty sinister. What I what I did notice was the bass, the program bass, but, you know, it's, it sounded like... that was written for a real bass by someone who knows bass very well. In some ways, I think the bass is almost the lead instrument in this track. Very experimental track. I love how so many of these old classic games have such experimental soundtracks. Another thing I noticed, um, although this song is a bit jarring, uh, you know, it's not super pleasant to listen to. It's doing what it needs to do. But it's not a pleasant track. Uh, what these professional VGM composers really understood was how to make a looping track. And I really think that that one little organ bit that only goes for a few seconds is exactly what this song needs. Um, it's just a, a this little snippet of music after all that tension. It gives you something solid and that bit. It's something really easy to take in before bang back into the tension. So, yeah. R- really good composing. It's a song, I'm assuming, in the game, it re- the tension is required, but the composers know that uh, the listeners, or the-, the people playing the game, need that little bit of, a <laughs> bit of musical relief. And that little, just couple of seconds, does the job. Seth, you got any thoughts about uh, this?
1: Dude, I think I need to, a- a bit more than a couple of seconds, right? Uh, I'm trying to find the beat and my foot is getting spasms. <laughs> let's just get to the next song, please. Right? right. All
0: right, let's move on. Thank you, Utopia Nemo. That was great. Up next, we have um, some selections from Bedroth. So Bedroth has uh, two answers, basically. One for himself and one for his... VGM podcast co-host Shoot Kapow. So let's start with Bedroth's, and yeah, like I said, he said I was a very sadistic individual for asking this question, and I couldn't agree with him more. As a horribly evil question to ask of anyone who appreciates VGM, but all right, he has chosen Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars. And, again, you know, three big-time composers on this. Yoko Shimamura, Koji Kondo, and Nobuo Uematsu. My goodness, that's a bit of a uh, a super soundtrack, I think. But, I know I've skimmed through this before, looking for maybe something to remix. I can't remember. I've skimmed through it but I've never really soaked this soundtrack up. So let's get to it. Again, we've got no suggestions for songs. I didn't ask for song suggestions. So, you know, that makes sense. We've just got a soundtrack. So I am going to... Sorry, Seth, you're going to have to bear with me again. Um, I'm going to tune out for a couple of minutes, skim through the soundtrack and find two songs for us to listen to. All right, be back soon. All right, I'm back. Um, skimming through about sixty songs, then, um, sounds like a very strong soundtrack as expected. It looks like you know most of it of the work's done by Yoko Shimamura, uh, with some reused Final Fantasy tracks from Uematsu, and some reused Mario stuff. Maybe some new um, music from Koji Kondo. I'm not sure, but yeah, clearly it's a Yoko Shimamura soundtrack. So I th- I'm going to go with three songs because these are all really short. Um, I think I've gone for three quite different tracks, um, but we'll find out when we give them a proper listen. So let's start with uh, Fight Against Cooper. All right. That was, yeah, really nice. Very short. Uh, I think we went through about three loops in just one minute. Um, I think from hearing what I've heard so far, I think one of the interesting things about this soundtrack is that it appears that uh, Yoko Shimomura has not attempted to try and sound like any, like a, a previous Mario game or anything like that. She's completely gone the way either you know she thought it needed to go, or the directors of the game. But, but there is, there is that Mario flavor that's been put through this whole thing. So, whether it's just using certain sounds that are familiar to the Mario series, or obviously bringing in melodies and stuff like that, uh, this next track I've chosen, this sounded very. Very much like a classic Mario tune, and I, I'm pretty, am sh- pretty sure it's, it, yeah, it's, a Yoko Shimomura track. Uh, but let's give it a listen. It's Grandpa and the Delightful Tadpoles. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic little track. That is just so joyful and yet yeah, definitely in the vein of uh, Koji Kondo's previous Super Mario music that he's done. Really good stuff. That's probably, you know, I'm, I'm speaking here from someone who doesn't even know the soundtrack, but to me, that sounds like one of the more uh, classic Koji Kondo sounding songs, kind of the opposite of what I was previously mentioning about Yoko Shimomura really kind of doing her own thing with this soundtrack, but I should try to keep my mouth shut rather than talk about things I don't even know. (laughs) Um, Seth, you've been a bit quiet. How have you been finding these songs?
1: Bro, that last tune was just ultra Wick! is, like, super tropical, dude. Yeah, for sure. I can just imagine myself just sitting there with a, a pineapple tropicino and just sipping it down and with the sun kind of going through the, the, the palm trees. Dude, I am, <laughs> like, ultra tropical vibes right now. I'm going to go change my shirt. <laughs> what? All right, I'll be right back.
0: All uh, right, sure. All right, whatever. Um... Okay, so I've got one more track. You know, it's a really, really short, um, but, you know, well-written. So you could loop these for quite a while, and I can't see them getting boring. But this next track, um, from memory, I think that this is one of the more uh, kind of crazier, weirder ones that I heard while going through. And this is called Fight Against a Somewhat Stronger Monster. Again, Yoko Shimomura. Enjoy. goes in so many places musically and you know, that percussion, the drums is just really cool you know, it even breaks into this punk beat at one stage, but yeah, lots of really interesting note choices in there. Some bits kind of sound like, oh yeah, really, really latch onto this melody and then she'll throw in some really uh, kind of dissonant notes in there just to keep it, keep you on your toes. <laughs> so yep, that again, that sounds like a very, very good soundtrack based on my little sample. Um, there were lots of, um, just hearing a second here and there, these little melody bits that were standing out to me just appeared really strong and, you know, it's a good sign if you can, if you just hear a snippet of a song and it instantly grabs you. That is, uh, you know, that's some special composing right there. But anyway, I think we should move on to our next selection. All right, so up next, we have a favorite soundtrack from uh, someone else who's contributed a lot to this show and has his own podcast. It's Kung Fu Carlito. And look, no surprise here. He's gone for Street Fighter EX plus Alpha. Now, he did send some Street Fighter EX tunes um into this podcast right near the beginning as um at least one of his favorite songs that he really liked and that definitely got me going down the path of checking out street fighter ex soundtracks and man they are so good so i think you know this one might be fairly familiar to me um looking at the track list i think i've yeah i've I've definitely listened to this but it's been a while and um Still not completely um familiar. I'll probably, you know, things will probably come back to me as I skim through. But yes, here we go. I am going to do a quick skim and see what we can find. Street Fighter EX plus out. Be back soon. All right. Well, I was a little bit surprised. Probably not as familiar with that one as I thought I would be. Um, probably of all the kind of Street Fighter EX um, soundtracks I've listened to, yeah, that one's probably got a lot of tracks that are just not really my style. But they all sound—they all sounded really, really good. Um, it had a real band kind of vibe to it. Some crazy guitar solos. I heard little snippets here and there. There's two songs that really stood out to me um, that sounded quite... That kind of stood out out of the whole selection of tracks. Um, I think these are going to be really, really good. I think anything I could have chosen from this would have been very good. But um, let's go with Sakura Mankai. This is by... Shinji Hoso, Ayako Saso, and Takayuki Aha. All right, Sakura Manka, let's go! Maybe my favourite song so far on this episode, that synth bassline bass line is just so good and so catchy. And the song is just really dense, this full wall of sound, you've got the synth bass, but then you've got that slap bass over the top and then all these guitars, lots and lots of layers of synth. The drums are just so great and they sound like really crisp, the 97 video game, that is just like top notch. Um, yeah, you know, some fun percussion and sound effects thrown in just for good measure. I was just, yeah, really getting into that the whole way through. And the ending, the ending was so good. And I love those kind of breaks where it moved away from that main riff. And very cleverly done. It just takes you somewhere else and then you just can't wait to get back to that main riff. So, very good. Um, you know, it does sound like it's from the 90s, but the production is just so good and very tasteful choice of sounds and instruments. I can hear why Kung Fu Kalido mentioned that this soundtrack never gets old for him. So good. I think I got a a really good choice. Bro, dude,
1: I just put on my Hawaiian shirt and now I think I need to go get my kimono. Dude, you're messing with my vibes here. Just keep things steady and dude. Seriously, doing my head in.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think uh, this is just going to make things worse because, from what I heard, this song again is just completely different. I kind of went for it because, you know, being a synth podcast, this sounded like probably the most uh, synth centered track on the whole thing. And it is very. Sounded very ambient and kind of experimental, so let's give it a listen and I'll make some comments after I hear it properly. This track is Future Objects. Let's give it a go. another amazing track musically uh, a bit simple but certainly not in a negative way really clever use of synth and production so much fun stuff going on in that one from the manipulated synth percussion to that really percussive and i don't know unorthodox kind of main melody type thing that is just super groovy and really kind of rhythm focused it's not really uh, it's not really a singable kind of melody, but yeah, very cool. Reminds me of a, a little bit of a mix between kind of experimental YMO and more modern craftwork kind of stuff. But, you know, it's it's definitely got its own, own sound. It's really clever um, and really fun, I think. It definitely takes you into the future, and it's not your typical futuristic music. It's quite unique and cleverly done.
1: Brett. Supreme Pizza Dude. I know I was saying I was okay with this podcast, but, dude, this is getting a bit much. Can we play some, like, California games or something? So I need, like, need a bit of a palate cleanser. Dude. Totally uh-huh. on Roto.
0: Yeah, I think uh, California games would be a bit more than a palate cleanser. Hell yeah. Seth has already done that. You don't seem to have a very good memory. What? But um, look, what we're going to do for a palate cleanser is... We're just going to move to a different soundtrack, alright? So, we're going back to one of uh, Modico's suggestions, or picks, and this is Echo the Dolphin, Defender of the Future, and I have played quite a bit from this soundtrack um, in the Underwater episode, so I'm a bit familiar with this soundtrack, but I haven't listened to it since then, so that's, you know, it's quite a while, and... Yeah, I haven't listened to it that much. So this should be pretty this sh- should be pretty good. We've got a, a favorite song as well, so we'll start off with that one and it is Process That Never Ends. Let's give it a whirl. that's really really good. I'm a huge sucker for those big legato string sounds. They just just sound so amazing. Um, really kind of sinister and suspenseful, but at the at the same time it's kind of exciting <laughs> like it doesn't freak you out or make you feel like something's wrong. It makes you feel like yeah, you're going into something and you're about to take something on. Really powerful sound and it does it gets quite subtle in some parts takes you fewer, uh, through a few different kind of emotions to keep the loop really interesting and I'm assuming this is a loop in the game and you know right at the end I don't know probably don't remember now but there's this really I don't even know what it was whether it was a synth percussion or just a really heavily modulated affected percussion noise <laughs> I don't know it just had this really thick atmosphere to it. And you got a lot of atmosphere through this whole song there's sounds behind all those strings and stuff that kind of flow in and out really atmospheric but really great composing as well. Amazing work by Tim Follin uh, for the Dreamcast game Echo the Defender of the Future Two great songs from Modico thank you very much for that even though no one knew that I was going to make a podcast episode about all this, including myself. But anyway, it's been fun. Um, n- not the best audio quality, unfortunately. Um, I'd love to hear this soundtrack in high quality. I don't know. Maybe I should have checked with um, Ed from VG Embassy here. and that He requested Hanging Waters from this soundtrack for the Underwater episode. And I know he's provided a, a lot of quality soundtracks but yeah um, I couldn't find anything better than this so yeah anyway I'm gonna have a quick skim and we'll avoid playing songs I've already played on other episodes but okay Seth let's go for a dive
1: bro I can't do this again alright I'll be back soon alright cool
0: Again, very hard. Quite a few songs that really stood out to me, Uh, but I'm—I feel like I'm taking a bit of a risk with this one. (laughs) But I'm going to go with "Caverns of Hope" again by Tim Follin, and this—this sounded a bit kind of strange. Again, probably a bit more of a sinister one. There's some really kind of really chilled-out tracks in this soundtrack um you know some of them are over 10 minutes long but um this one it's five minutes goes for a while i I'm see how we go um if it gets repetitive i'll just fade it out but this is caverns of hope i thought it had a bit of a strange mix of sounds in this one but you know we'll give it a go i'm looking forward to giving this a good listen violins definitely adds a lot to this track pretty good pretty good a little bit of a middle eastern vibe to it i I get a few different kind of cultural vibes kind of mixed in with that one Uh, if you played this to me without giving me any info i would probably tell you it was some sort of desert level music again very atmospheric which i think is what makes this soundtrack so cool whether it's the sinister kind of stuff that gets really dark or the really chilled out tracks you can just shut your eyes and it starts painting pictures and really taking you somewhere very nice look I'm not sure where Seth is he just took off after the last time I skimmed through all the tracks so we'll see if he comes back but we have one more soundtrack to check out last but not least it's Shoot Kapow's favourite the official Minecraft soundtrack yes very nice I'm not sure what the official soundtrack is I see a lot of different Minecraft soundtracks as I go searching but I'll go off the one uh, Bedroth posted on the Discord and Utopia Nemo was also in support of this pick. he mentioned that his family uh, has listened to it on multiple long trips together and it's one of the only video game soundtracks his wife will tolerate it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, no song selection, so I'm gonna do a quick skim. I'm a little bit familiar with this soundtrack, with this music, but I don't know it very well. My girls love playing Minecraft and I very occasionally join them. And you know, the music comes in every now and then and it's always really, really good. But I've never actually given the soundtrack a good listen. So let's dive in, be back soon. was extremely difficult not only was it difficult trying to uh, skim through tracks on a YouTube video but I ended up just going to um, C418's band camp and just going through the two Minecraft albums volume alpha and volume beta and they're just every single song really really good and you know, super atmospheric, kind of hard to get a grasp of those kind of songs with just a quick couple of seconds. But anyway, I've chosen three songs, um, two for us all to listen to together, and then I'll just... uh, There's one long one that I want to play out with. Again, I haven't listened to these properly, just a couple of seconds here and there. This is this first one is a little bit of a long one. It's about six minutes, but as I skipped through, every little skip that I did just sounded really different. So I think, even though this is a six-minute song, it's it's really going to go places. Uh, this track is called "Haunt Musky" by the artist C Four One Eight, and from the album Minecraft Volume Beta. Let's give it a listen. It's just that is just really, really nice. Actually, making me quite sleepy, and I'm ready to end this episode. But we have one more song. This uh, this one stood out as, as a bit of a more playful song, and it's a, a short one. This is the song is called Strud. Strad, Strad. If you're living in Australia, and again. It's from the artist C418 from Minecraft Volume Beta dating all the way back to 2013. Enjoy. Mm. Was great. That was a really, really good man. I love the steel drum or like the steel pans. Such an amazing instrument. It's a really interesting sound because all the notes are coming from one piece of steel, and you know, each note that resonates has all these harmonics that come with it. That just because the whole pan's kind of resonating. Anyway, um, that was super cool all the way through. Again, really interesting sounds in there really beautiful kind of relaxing music Uh, and no doubt I'm going to add Minecraft soundtracks to my ultimate synth VGM Spotify playlist which now has almost 170 hours of amazing synth VGM Uh, you can find that by searching it up or go to my Vault Supreme Spotify artist and it's one of my Playlists I have at the bottom of the page. I'll also, no doubt, be remembering to play that on one of our next long family car trips. I'm definitely with Utopia Nemo. I think that is a really good soundtrack that would please the whole family. Um, but yeah, you wouldn't want it to put you asleep while you're going for a long drive. <laughs> very, very relaxing. Thank you, ShukaPow. Excellent favorite soundtrack. And thank all of you. Uh, Well, thank you all for posting your answers and giving me some fun material to make an episode out of. I enjoyed that. And looks like Seth is gone. So, gosh, not having much luck with my guests lately. Look, I'm going to close the episode with a good old Remember to Stay Synthetic and also with one last Minecraft track. This track is called, I don't know how to say this, but Drayton. Again, from Volume Beta, thank you for tuning in. Hope you had fun, and remember to stay synthetic.